0: You are listening to Unified Through Chronic and Mental Illness with your hosts, Angie Roberts and Kimberly Murphy. Please be advised that some of the topics of this podcast can be triggering and sensitive in nature. When you stop telling people how you really feel, it only like builds that feeling of aloneness because now you're thinking, nobody knows me. Well, part of the reason nobody knows you is because you haven't let them in and you haven't told them who you are right now. Hi, guys. Welcome back to Unified. This is season two. We're so excited. We hope you guys had a great holiday season. I'm sitting here with Angie. Hey, guys. Everyone has been talking about New Year's resolutions. It happens every year. They're going to make all these promises and then feel bad about not keeping them. I mean, I I know I've done it. So we decided that this year we are going to talk about things we're not going to do in 2021 because, you know, that will create more positive changes than saying I'm going to lose 50 pounds and you beat yourself up because you quit to eat a recess on the second month. So
1: <laughs> the second month
0: when you wouldn't make it that Ooh. long
1: <laughs> second day, maybe your Second Reese's? day, I know they're so we're talking to Reese's Ew.
0: seriously. But before we right. do that, what did you do on your Christmas or your new year's Angie? Oh,
1: uh, Christmas is great. This was like the first year. My three-year-old was really, really into Christmas and um the years before, you know, he was just kind of, it was cool or whatever, but um This year, he was really into Santa's coming and
0: all Uh, that stuff.
1: And don't mom shame me if you don't like Santa. That's okay.
0: Yeah. You're
1: you're on the naughty (laughs) list. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding.
0: Um, That's a whole different topic, too. We could talk about that forever.
1: (laughs) Right. But he had such a good time. And um, I'm usually really depressed on Christmas. And it actually, my Christmas was wonderful. So.
0: Oh, I'm so glad.
1: How was your holiday?
0: It actually was fabulous because usually there's, like, drama in my house on Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone's either throwing up or they're being, like, really sulky and uh, not friendly at all or they don't want to open their gifts. And so there's always something going on. And I realize now it has a lot to do with anxiety. But okay. – um, because I don't – I mean – people don't tend to realize there are some people who don't like it when you watch them open their gifts. It gives them tons of anxiety with everyone staring at them and it makes them feel uncomfortable and they don't enjoy it. So they dread holidays.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah. I've heard that like even they dread baby showers or birthdays mm -hmm. where people are staring at them and waiting for a response. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. Because it's, it is hard for some people and, uh, So once I realized that and everything was kind of relaxed, we had a really good time. There was no drama. Everybody was smiling. They were happy with their gifts. We had a good dinner. Um, Yeah, that was the best Christmas gift I could have gotten. And then New Year's Eve, it was just chill. We just watched, you know, a movie and um, didn't really do the ball drop or anything like that. We just stayed together as a family and hung out, and I hope a lot of people did that because COVID is getting so much worse. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, you know, we were taking precautions and sticking to home. But, yeah, my holiday was great. It
1: yeah, was- that's pretty much what we did for New Year's Eve, too. We just stuck around the house. I heard the fireworks go off at 12, looked at my phone, and went back to sleep.
0: That Basically, was- that's what happened here, was- too. They were going off all night, though. My dogs were so upset.
1: Oh, yeah, that was my fall drop.
0: (laughs) Mine was the Pomeranian going nuts.
1: (laughs) Oh, Lord.
0: Right. For Palm. Okay, so what is the first thing that we are not going to be doing in 2021, Angie?
1: We're not going to be missing our doctor's appointments
0: because Mm -hmm. doctor's
1: appointments are very important to us. They're very important to our doctors to let them know how we're doing. It's important because they can see little changes in us, like especially mentally. Uh, For me, I'm talking about mentally and it can be physically too. They can see little changes before we get bad Mm -hmm. so that we don't have to go through, you know, such a hard time.
0: And I think missing doctor's appointments can also be a cue that uh, we might be slipping into a depression because that's actually pretty common with people with depression. Um, it is, but yeah. non-compliance with doctors is once you've been labeled non-compliant, it can be really difficult to get good care. So it's important to at least show up and tell them what's going on with you and say, "I don't want to. I didn't want to come here um, right. because they may be able to help you get into a better mind space for it." But yeah, missing doctor's appointments. Nope, not going to do that.
1: Not this year. <laughs>
0: Um, we're also not going to miss any medication that we're supposed to take at a certain time. So whether you need to get a pillbox or an alarm or a a buddy, um, any of that will work. Anything that works for you to make sure that you take your medicine every day. Uh, I have all three. You do? Do you really? (laughs) That's great. That's great. (laughs) I mean, if, because if you miss medication, it can be really harmful to your body. So, um.
1: Right. And medica- people don't really realize how some medications work. Um, some medications, not all medications, but some medications, especially when we're talking about psychiatric medications, you have to take them at the same time, every day, on time, daily, at the same time. And I know right. I just said the same thing twice, but you're emphasizing still don't it. Get it
0: <laughs> right. And do you know why that is? It- yeah,
1: because the levels will start to drop in your body, and you'll start to detox, or not detox, uh, well.
0: Withdrawal or whatever, yeah. You'll
1: start to have withdrawals immediately, and you may not even know it. You may just feel like it's a little bit of anxiety or something, but really your body's starting to withdraw from that medicine.
0: hmm Yeah, and then the next dose you take, you're coming out of that. You're not actually getting all the benefits right away, so.
1: Right, and then we're like, why do we just don't feel good today? Mm-hmm. Well. Wow. That's yeah. why we don't feel good today, and so I'm. I uh, this is something I have to work on because I have to take, I have to take pills at four different times a day, and so it's it's Me very too. hard.
0: Yeah, it is. Hard. Yeah,
1: you know, it's it feels I got like a that's pill all I'm box doing
0: for a reason. Lots of pills, lots of different times yeah. to take them, <laughs> Right. <laughs> and they all that's do something on different. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. Definitely.
0: What's the next one?
1: No more people pleasing. So we're not going to people-please. We're not going to just do things because we want to please um, our friends and our family. Right. Um, we're going to take <laughs> care of ourselves <laughs> and oh. not feel guilty for
0: it. Uh-huh. Not feel guilty for it. That is the right. hard part. It really is because yeah. you want everyone to be happy around you. And maybe this isn't even just people-pleasing, but peacemaking so like right you're trying to make everybody happy but what does it do to you
1: it's true you can't make everybody
0: happy you just can't so um and
1: i i feel like for me that not people pleasing comes along with the guilt right no of uh i feel like i'm i'm guilty for some reason but then i've been telling myself lately like no angie you have to make yourself happy. Because that's is one of my major goals for the year. I don't. I don't really do um,
0: resolutions. resolutions. Yeah.
1: No, it's just a goal to work on. So mm-hmm. what am I going to work on this year? And what I'm going to work on is myself. And um, finish working one. on myself. I started. It's, it's last not year.
0: selfish. It's not selfish though. Like if you aren't your authentic right. self, you're not giving what the gifts that you have to the world. You're giving a false. Happiness to the world when you're just people pleasing and doing what they want, like that's a fake right. happiness, right? It kind of is. So
1: it is a yeah. fake happiness because we're fake happy to ourselves, and mm-hmm. yeah, and
0: then we don't feel fulfilled until we can turn around and help the next person, right? And I'm not it's saying a- it's not good to help people. You really should, but when when it interferes with how you feel about yourself, then you know it's not positive and. Right. That's when you run into trouble, I think. So this is an interesting thought that somebody had said on TikTok. If you take care of yourself, you're not going to feel guilty. And you're also not going to feel selfish because you're going to realize that it's, it's who you are. Who you are to the core of your being. Um, right. If somebody calls you, he's, this is what he said, if somebody calls you Tammy and you know your name is Angie. You're right. just going to be like, whatever. And you're going to brush it off, right? Because you know factually it's not true. And you don't owe that person anything after he said that, right? But then when we get into deeper stuff, we start to feel like, oh, I want to prove to this person that I'm not what they said. Right. And I want to people please this person so they can see the value in me.
1: Right. And we need to not do that. We need to not,
0: right. And if the more we know about the core of our being and who we really are, the more ridiculous other people will sound to us just like if they gave us a different name.
1: I really like that TikTok, too. Yeah, it's kind of powerful.
0: Um, I think we should post it on uh, all of our social media so people can see it because it's amazing. He is an amazing young man. Yeah.
1: He is. Yes, he is.
0: Okay, so what is next, Angie?
1: Um, We are not going to avoid our therapist. Right. Oh. I have a bad habit of doing this. Do you? When I just... Yeah, if I get depressed, especially if I get really depressed, um, that's like a big sign that I'm going into a depression. If I just don't want to talk to my therapist and I right. don't want to talk to my doctors and I don't want to,
0: <laughs> I yeah, don't want to do that's anything. like a mental. That's like a mental signal. You know, you can't ignore that because right there are many symptoms that start to pop up, and it should signal you to contact your therapist, not avoid your therapist. You know, I always know when I'm getting into like a a flare for lupus to call the doctor, I know um, if I sleep 16 hours and I'm still not wanting to get up, either I'm sick or I'm depressed. So, you know, process of elimination, but you have to do something about it. You can't just.
1: Right. And if you know, if you don't know what the signals or your symptoms or your signs are of your illness, you need to know. Mm -hmm. So that you can be proactive in helping fight it off once it starts.
0: I think a really great idea is to take a little journal and whenever you start to feel off, whatever the feeling is, write it down and notice what happens. Um, And and you maybe use that journal with your therapist because, you know, if you're like writing down, I'm sleeping 17 hours, I no longer want to eat. I haven't showered in a week. Uh, I don't want to talk to my therapist. I don't want to go. I skipped my doctor's appointment. Um, I'm not answering my phone anymore. Things like that are really good signals, I think, for some, at least for me, like those are good signals. Um, They're there. So pay attention, write them down if you're not sure, and you'll see a pattern forming. Um, And then next time when it happens, you'll know what to do but I do agree with you about the therapist because I just missed an appointment. (laughs) (laughs) And part of it was because she gave me homework that I was unable to accomplish. And she did tell me it's okay. Um, If you don't accomplish this homework, I'm not going to be like on your case about it. I'm planting a seed. And I think she's a great therapist because now I can go back to her and say, you know, I wasn't able to accomplish that. And this is why. And then she can help me kind of work through those feelings. So, Uh, don't ignore talking to your therapist. That's something I'm going to do. I'm not going to stop talking to my therapist.
1: Yeah, and a lot of times we do feel, I want to say this, a lot of times we do feel our doctors or our therapists are going to get on to us, and so we don't want to go. Yeah. But they're not going to get on. Most of them aren't going to get on to us. Okay, because I used to have an old psych psych that would get on to me, but (laughs) it was like a dad. (laughs) be like, Angie, why has it been so long since you've been here?
0: Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, I expect that's why I you feel that way. Kind of expect <laughs> okay. I kind of expect him to ask, you know. Um, well
1: ask, yeah. But you know, they don't really get on to you or like, well, you you know, unless you're just really not putting in the work.
0: Yep. Especially if you're yeah. not putting in the work. Um, <laughs>
1: yeah, then they get a little frustrated. But if you're if you're putting in the work and you miss some time and they understand. They know the mental they understand how you are how people are mentally. So I think it's it helps.
0: Yeah, I think it does too. A lot. <clears throat> and they're not trying to shame you. So Okay. Right. Um, which actually brings me to the next thing we were saying, um, we were gonna talk about, which is negative self-talk. So um that would be None. an example yeah. of negative self-talk. My therapist <laughs> is gonna rip me a new one. Right. Um, <laughs> what kinds of things, what kinds of negative self-talk do you go through? Because we all go through it. So what are just maybe Ooh. one or two of yours?
1: Okay, a couple. Um, I, I, a lot of times I feel like I'm a bad mom. I don't really feel like I'm a horrible mom or a bad mom most of the time. But, you know, those little, I think any mom. Gets it the little nagging. Of,
0: I still get it, and my kids are older, so yeah, right? I understand that. <laughs> Seriously, though,
1: you I do what I'm it. supposed to be doing, or
0: right throwing
1: a tantrum, and it's like, is this my fault, or you know, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, and I'm reading a book that says don't take tantrums personally. Okay, I won't. Sure, we shouldn't.
0: I know it's hard. It's <laughs> easier to say <laughs> than to do it. I mean, much,
1: much so. And uh, mm-hmm. another one would probably be. Um, I taught, you know, I have a lot of, I have been a big girl all my life, so I'm, I just don't like being, I, you know, a big girl. Mm-hmm. So uh, some negative self-talk from that could probably be, um, I'm just so fat or mm-hmm. I'm ugly or nobody wants me or whatever.
0: And none of that is true.
1: Right. And none yeah. of that is true. Like, Um, I may be overweight, but saying you're so fat is just—it's just not. It's a negative way to look at yourself. Right. You're like
0: you're bullying yourself when you start body shaming yourself. Um. Right.
1: You're actually telling yourself what the bullies told you all through school. Exactly. You're
0: right. That's that's what. Why would you want to be your own bully? Why would you want to be your own bully? Right. Um right the same for me though like um one of my negative self-talks is like i didn't do enough for my kids i didn't take them as many places i haven't had i don't have enough memories that i thought i would have by now and so uh i negative self-talk and say you know you're a bad person you're a bad mom you didn't do the things you were supposed to do if you did you know all these other things would have happened and given them better memories and given you a great life and so all of that stuff goes through my head which is horrible and then right. the body shaming also goes through mine um i've always had an issue like with body uh shaming and at one point a doctor mm-hmm. told me i had body dysmorphia because i wasn't eating and i was super skinny like super skinny um really yeah, and like now that I'm bigger, I feel like I'm bigger than I am, um, according to other people, but I don't have that problem with anyone else. You know, it's like always to myself. I am bullying myself for sure, and that has to stop.
1: I've heard that with body dysmorphia, that um, people ha- they don't see other people as not normal, that they just see themselves as mm-hmm. too big or too skinny or... Mm-hmm. Whatever their yep. dysmorphia it part is.
0: Yeah, and it's it's really difficult because I don't know if other people with body dysmorphia kind of zone in on one thing. I know that I do. So, mm-hmm. you know, it could be my skin. All of a sudden, I'm like, oh, my skin is so awful. Look at all this stuff. You know, and then it's right. like, oh, my God, you're too fat or your hair doesn't look right. or You know, it's just all this superficial stuff that keeps you from... Thinking about things that are positive it drains your energy to negative self talk it totally takes away the energy that you have that you could be using to build energy in your body not to Definitely. drain it mhm yeah and we're all special all of you are anyone listening you're you're special you are no one's you so each and every
1: one of us are happy unique,
0: so. yeah exactly so
1: We're not going to isolate from our people, meaning our group, our tribe, our circle of friends, our family that we have, or whoever is our support system. We're not going to um, withdraw ourselves from them because I do that. I know when, um, you know, when I become depressed or really anxious or whatever, I just kind of get within inside myself. And those are the people that can help bring me back.
0: Exactly. And I do the same thing. And I do have a group that will always be there to pull me out, you know, or to at least listen and sit down with me. Um, But for some reason, I always feel like I'm just burdening them. Um, Right. As many Mm -hmm. times as I've been there for them, it doesn't matter to me. I could be there for them every day. And the one time I need help, I would feel like a burden so (laughs) something that exact same way mm -hmm. i don't know why um but you know that's definitely something i don't want to do anymore and it's not good for us and it should be considered a signal that something's not right right so yeah i definitely
1: think so i think that i think feeling like a burden i don't know where that really comes from but i don't know you know we take care of everybody else and we just mm -hmm. Maybe it's just because we don't expect so much back or expect anything back or we're not used to ever getting anything back. So mm-hmm. maybe yeah. that's where it becomes, you know, it kind of feels like a burden.
0: That is really sad. And ask. when you just said that, I got chills because I'm like, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, that all makes sense. And I mean, most of us are not used to kindness. The, the people that right. are the kindest usually don't understand when it's given back to them they don't they don't understand it it's not uh, normal for them usually they're out helping people who need it who don't know how to connect who don't know how to deal with their with their issues and if you're that kind of person that does that that's great but at the same time those people are not going to be the ones strong enough to sit with you you have to have a circle of people that will so yeah i think that's important yeah um, and then also when you we were talking about how this could be a signal, um, you need to be open-minded as well to, uh, to new therapies that your therapist suggests like DBT or tapping or, you know, whatever. So we're not going to ignore <laughs> right? the therapies that our therapist suggests to us. Now I know you did DBT. How well did it help you?
1: Uh, wonderfully, I love DBT. I, I, <laughs> anytime anybody asks me anything, I'm like DBT, 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 DBT literally has saved my life many times. So, um, if your therapist suggests DBT, I would definitely go for that. In fact, I would just ask your therapist about DBT. Um, I wouldn't wait for her to come to you, but I would ask mm-hmm. if there's a, um, if, sh- if they I keep saying her, but um, that's just because I have a female therapist. So do I. Right <laughs> yeah. So um, you know, if they don't do it, they maybe know. Uh, there's groups and stuff that um do it, and they teach you all the formats and um, skills, all the skills that yeah. go along with DBT. Yeah,
0: all these great a things lot. to put in your toolbox for when you need them. Definitely. Hmm. So we're not going to
1: be ignoring our therapist's suggestions because they actually know what we need. Also, we need to start telling people what we need and not telling them that we're just fine. I'm (laughs) fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. fine. And I, I understand some people, they don't really want to care. They don't really care how you feel and they really don't care to help you. Right. I'm talking about the people who care about you and the people that care to help you. We mm-hmm. really need to say, you know, I'm, I'm, just I'm not having, okay. I'm not okay. I'm having a really hard day and I really just really need somebody to talk to or I need this or I need that or maybe I don't even really know what I need. But, you know, just telling somebody kind of helps.
0: Yeah. And I think we should continually reach out um, it puts us w- in a much better place, so I I think that we need to definitely stop with the fakeness. I'm fine. <laughs> I hate that, you know. anyways. <laughs> I hate that, anyways. Like we should just take that out of our vocabulary. You're not allowed right. to say fine anymore because I'm okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'm okay. I'm fine because it's such a lie. I mean, I'm able to tell you I'm good. I'm great. I mean, I'm yeah, a if great you're good, day. if you're great, that's awesome. If you're not, Listen, you should not But then I'm not. Someone, you
1: know, <laughs> well, okay. Don't say it if it's not true. I know it's a lie. I'm
0: <laughs> such a liar. Stop lying about how you feel. Your friends exactly. and loved ones want to know. And Definitely. again, it's gonna help you not feel disconnected because when you stop when you stop telling people how you really feel, it only like builds that feeling of aloneness because now you're thinking. Nobody knows me. Well, part of the reason nobody knows you is because you haven't let them in and you haven't told them who you are right now. So it's so important to let them in so that you are not disconnected. You're not by yourself. You know, you feel that there's people there for you. Uh, That's going to help you a lot. So, you know, don't do it alone. It's just going to build up and make it worse for you.
1: Yeah, I realized when my best friend died that I was like, that is the person that knows me. You know,
0: um,
1: and and not just because we've been together for so long, just because I I didn't really trust other people to put any, you know, faith in them that they would be able to handle Mm -hmm. my emotions or whatever. So, um, yeah, I learned that you definitely need to have more than one person and definitely need to have a group. That exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. That's why a tribe is like, so I call it a tribe. I've done this before, but I feel like you do need a tribe. You, need, you do need a circle and everybody's good at something else for you. So um, don't be afraid to build that circle for yourself and pick people who are positive and not negative to your situation.
1: Definitely. That's a, um, and how that's do you, a big thing.
0: And how do you do that? You're not going to ignore your instincts. (laughs) right? I'm not going to ignore my instincts. That's a big one because, okay, so every time I've ever been in trouble in my life, I knew before I did it or before I got involved in whatever was happening, I knew in my gut that it was not going to work out right. I Um, hear
1: you. And I
0: do it anyways. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm like, but maybe, yeah, take that, but maybe out of your vocabulary and just listen to your instincts. You know, already you have the answers inside of you.
1: Right. Your whole body is telling you, no, 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 then Mm -hmm. don't do it.
0: Exactly. Don't Um, do it. That voice is within you is guiding you for a reason. And it's always good. You mean your instincts can fade after you've done so many horrible things. And I'm not saying horrible in the sense of like really horrible things, but things that you didn't ultimately want to do to begin with because your instincts told, you no. like be friends with somebody that you thought, uh, your instincts told you were a toxic person, but you gave them a chance anyways. And it put you in this horrible situation just as an example. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, you married the wrong person. You, I mean, there's a lot. You took a job that you knew in your gut you were not going to like. Right. Um, So there's a lot of things, you know. You have to listen to your instincts. And when you do that, um, you might find yourself in a really good position. You have to make room. You have to take it out so that you have room for something better.
1: Yes. If there's the cup metaphor, like, you know, you can only hold so much in a cup. And then it bubbles up and bubbles over mm-hmm. and bubbling up and bubble over. Really. They're talking about emotions, but um, even with just good and bad things, if our cup is full of bad things, then you don't have any room for some good things. So we got to take all that bad, all that bad
0: stuff out. Exactly. So like I know so many stuff. women, I know well, not so many, so many women, a few women that we both know, mm-hmm. um, Their cup is full with negativity because of their spouse.
1: Oh, definitely. Um, Mm -hmm. And so
0: they have nothing good. They can, nothing good will fit there. And, you know, if you're in a really bad relationship, I know it's hard to leave. But if you leave, you're making room for the type of relationship that you want. Nobody's going to come along and save you from where you are. Not for a relationship. If somebody sees that you're in a toxic relationship, they're not going to, Ten times, you know, nine times out of ten, they're not going to come in and be like, I'll save you. Come on, let's go. Um, and you won't be looking either. You'll be completely concentrated on this one person that's making you feel so horrible. So,
1: right?
0: yeah, it's, it's so better. True. Yeah, you got to make room for the good things or they will not come to you. So that's something to think about as well.
1: I will not deny my illness or my oh, illnesses, yeah. whether they be physical or mental. Mm-hmm. So that's a biggie. Because, oh, for me, it
0: is. <laughs> well, it was you, for it me. Too.
1: I guess that's why I said it. Really? Yeah. yeah and I still go through like um, denials. I, I guess not so much denial as is. I'm just so tired of having this illness or whatever. Now I've accepted my illness, but now I'll go through and just be like, I just don't want to take these pills anymore. Cause I'm just so tired of
0: mm-hmm. this
1: illness. I'll be okay. Oh no, darling, nope. you will not.
0: Yeah. <laughs> as soon as you ignore your illness, it like pops up and says, hi, I'm still here. And I'm here in a worse way now. Cause you know, you, you stopped taking your meds or whatever. Um,
1: absolutely.
0: Yeah, I for a long time I didn't accept lupus and actually, you know, bipolar disorder as well because I actually was told that younger in life but and ignored it. But I mean, right. Yeah, I could have had a way different life if I hadn't ignored it at that time. So, it's really important not to deny your illness because what you're doing when you do so is you're you're rewriting your life.
1: Right. Yes. And
0: we only have one life supposedly, but we we know for a fact we're here now, so right. we do what we're doing here now, and um, we're on limited time, So, and nobody knows how much they have, you know, so um, don't waste time being sick. Do what you can to be healthy so that you, you can enjoy all the great things in life that you can enjoy, because otherwise, you're going to be fighting with yourself, and that's such a waste of time.
1: It is, because it just fighting against an illness that is there, you're not gonna win. Yep. It's, you're not gonna win.
0: Exactly.
1: Because it's there. So it's we have to accept it. It is what it is, as I like to say.
0: And that's Something what it's that, and it <laughs>
1: is what it is and that's what it is. And
0: Yep, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: So that we just have to accept it. You know, Which and is, if you
0: if you have a hard okay. time accepting it, there are groups and stuff that you can go to. Um, even if you don't want to see people in person, on, there's groups online, do what you can. Talk to people and, and uh, don't be afraid to accept, you know, what's going on in your life so that you, you need to know everything about it so that you can take good care of yourself. And I promise you, if you do everything you're supposed to do, more times than not, you will have a better outcome in your day.
1: I agree. And isn't yeah. that what
0: everybody wants? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So I'm not going to deny my illness either. So. I'm
1: not going to deny mine either.
0: <laughs> I love her un- unresolutions. I, I think they're pretty good.
1: Unresolutions, <laughs> right. I think so too, our, right. Her
0: unresolutions. Oh my God, I saw on TikTok, this guy was like, I'm not going to diet because let's face it. I never leave my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> my resolution is I'm going to get out of bed. My resolution is I'm going to eat, def- gain five pounds because I'm getting donuts. <laughs> it's just laughing so hard.
1: Oh my gosh. He's like, why so do
0: we, yeah. Cause he's like, why do we torture ourselves every year with these unrealistic things that if they really were important to us, we would have already been doing them. So, um, there's a lot right. of pressure on New Year's Eve to change. Our society has made this big thing, but you know, pay attention to yourself and take care of yourself. That's the best thing you can do. I don't, agree. Don't worry about all those other you know, big.
1: Make yourself happy. You can yeah. only make yourself happy. So,
0: exactly. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, and life is short.
1: Life is short.
0: Mm-hmm. So, what is the mantra of this week, Angie?
1: The mantra is what the new year brings to you will depend a great deal on what you bring to the new year.
0: Hell yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love this yeah. though, because I mean, it's pretty much saying exactly what we just said. I mean, right? It, it is up to us.
1: It depends on our attitude and the way that we look at things and how are we gonna, how are we gonna live our life this year? What are we gonna do this year? What are we gonna do now right. to make changes?
0: What are you doing tomorrow? You know, it starts with right. little things at a time. What are you going to do tomorrow? You don't like how you do this or that? You know, take baby steps. Take something out of the picture. Just a little thing.
1: Yeah, oh. a lot. And these these things are, a lot of these things are big things for a lot of people. So, yeah. you know, don't expect yourself to do all how many ever there are here. No, at one time or no uh, what, definitely not. maybe whatever your list of uh things that you don't want to do <laughs> for 2021 20, um yeah one thing at a time
0: yeah i mean because like baby just, step. For, just for a quick example if you're worried about missing medication and you don't have a pill box get one that's a step in the right direction it's a baby right. step so um there are things you can do that are realistic and will really benefit your type of life. And you just need to write them down and work on them a little bit at a time. That's all you have to do.
1: Exactly. And then if you, if you don't want to self talk, uh, do negative self talking and you find yourself negative self talking, don't beat up on yourself for negative self talking. Give yourself that grace, that Mm -hmm. grace that -hmm. you need because it's gonna happen at times yeah it's gonna happen yeah it's gonna happen we've got to teach ourselves to undo it i'm 41 so i've been negative self-talking for 30 years i don't Mm know you know what i'm saying it's not gonna be it's not gonna be this year that i stop negative self all of my negative self-talk and i think it's important yeah i think it's it's important
0: i think it's important to mention as well though that Everybody does have negative thoughts go through their head. Every single person does. So it's not even necessarily what you're thinking. It's whether or not you acknowledge and accept what you're thinking. Because not everything you think is true. It's so true. So think about that. Like a thought goes through your head and you get to decide if it goes, if it stays with you or if it goes in the chuck it bucket. You get to decide. So. Check it. If it's bad, just check it.
1: Just check it.
0: Tell yourself, hey, you know, like, okay, so you don't like how the size you are. Chuck um, check that in the bucket because no matter what your size or shape is, you're beautiful and I'm sure other people don't see you the same you see yourself. So true. So throw it in the check it bucket and celebrate yourself. Right. Everyone's unique. Anyways, on that note, (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad you guys came to hear our first episode of our second season, which we are so excited about. I can't believe we're already here. Uh, It's quite exciting. I know we have so much stuff planned for you guys for this season. Uh, So please, please, please check us out. Um, We have guests obviously planned and some wonderful subjects, and we'd love to hear your comments. Some roundtable talks. Some oh yeah, round table talks, right?
1: Um, yes,
0: I love those. <laughs> we have a big one planned um, this season, so I hope people really kind of stick around and wait for that. But you know, please, guys, give us feedback. We love feedback. We want to know good or bad, how we can be uh, better for you. You know, so please let us know. We love to do this, and we want to be as good as we can be. So um, we're open to your suggestions. Yeah. So until next time. I really hope that everybody stays safe, has great thoughts towards the new year, and if not, has a wonderful friend that can help you through it.
1: Put it in the chuck it bucket.
0: That's right. Chuck it bucket. Talk to you guys next time.
1: That's right. Mask up. Peace out, guys.
0: Unified through chronic and mental illness can be found at anchor.fm slash unified. There you can find all social media links as well as other ways to listen.